0: Because society is not made for people with disabilities, it's made for able-bodied people. And of course there's a social model of disability now, which tries to implement things into society to make it accessible. But is it always accessible? No. And I think that's a huge barrier for, I'm speaking on behalf of probably a lot of wheelchair users and people with disabilities, is not having the access to go to places you want to go and having that kind of, you know, thought process, oh, is it going to be accessible?
1: You're listening to The Little Podcast, the podcast where we reflect on different topics each week together. All episodes are aired on Unity FM 93.5 on Wednesdays at 1pm. Their website is linked below if you'd like to tune in and be the first to hear new episodes each week. But of course, they will all also be available on my blog, www.littlemissnblog.wordpress.com, as well as on all major podcast platforms. In this episode, I am joined by the amazing Zainab Ralf, and we talk all about her story and why sharing her story is so important to her, and then we discuss what living with her disability is like, difficulties and all, and how she stays motivated through thick and thin. So inshallah, I hope you enjoy it, here it is. Asalaamu alaikum everyone, welcome back to the little podcast. So, I hope everyone's well, today's episode I'm very excited for because with me in the virtual studio i have one of my favorite people she is a good friend of mine and um she's got her own instagram page but, but we'll get into that in a
0: bit but first
1: of all i'd like to introduce zeynab how are you assalamu
0: <laughs> alaikum assalam i'm good thank you how are you
1: i'm good alhamdulillah so tell us a bit about yourself who are you and how are you doing
0: so my name is Zainab Ralph, and I am twenty years old. I go to university in Leeds, and I'm studying speech and language therapy in my final year now. Alhamdulillah, it's gone so fast. Um, I also, I'm a wheelchair user, Oi. so gotta check that in because that is me, part of me, a big part. Um. And I love cats. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, you have three cats, don't you? Yeah. And I also love Zainab as well.
1: Oh, so.
0: love you too. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: today's topic is all about motivation. And when I thought of this topic, I thought, you know what? Zainab is a perfect person to talk about this topic with because, like you said, you're a wheelchair user and we're going to get into that in a second. But obviously that's going to need a lot of motivation. And just talking to you, like, in general, we've had so many, like, inspiring conversations. But yeah, so um, what's your story? Like, let's go from the start.
0: Okay, so what's my story? So I'll start from the beginning and take you all the way through to now. So my story started from, obviously, when I was very young, um, my mum had me and... My mum didn't know that I was diagnosed with my condition. My condition is spinal muscular atrophy type 3 where muscles are generally waste over time. Um but I won't go into much detail about the condition because you can google that. Um but alhamdulillah I'm strong for my condition um and um I may have lost the ability to walk over time but um I've still got strength in comparison to other people with the condition. So yeah, but anyways, that's a bit about the condition. But um yeah, so I was diagnosed at two because of obviously not the medical advances that we have now. And I grew up, went to school, I didn't really think of myself as any different to anyone because um I wasn't made to feel different. My parents always brought me up in such a positive Way that didn't make me feel like I was a different just because I couldn't walk or get up off the floor properly is in comparison to other children or whatever. Um, so I went through life feeling absolutely fine, and then when I hit secondary school, that's when the days came where it hit me that I am different, um, in comparison to my friends. I'd look at, for example. Um, I'd see my friends walk in and I'd be like, oh, why can't I walk? Um, I'd feel sad. I'd sometimes it sounds really low, but um, I used to go to the bathroom and just cry in school because it was just so difficult. But obviously, I'm strong, so I just bottled all that up inside of me. No one knew how I felt apart from a few close friends. And obviously, I don't have to tell my family, they just know. Um and then I never got bullied in school alhamdulillah never ever did I experience that I had a really great school experience and then when I hit about year 10 I kind of grew into myself and I it sounds weird but the way I explain it is that when I feel as though I'm not in a wheelchair with my surroundings or my people that's how I know that, you know, they're real people. Um, You know, I mean, when I don't feel like I'm in a wheelchair. But yeah, and now I made the move to university after sixth form, which is a big step. Sure. So I initially applied to university, because of course, first, I thought, you know, I want to go uni, just because I'm in a wheelchair. Why is that going to let me, like, stop me? Because, you know, we have these cultural barriers and these societal barriers that put people with disabilities on a pedestal lower than other people, able-bodied people. Um. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to break these barriers and I'm going to show other people like me, if I can do it, you can do it. Um, so I applied to university, and I initially didn't want to move out for university because obviously I was nervous, I was scared, I had the additional wheelchair thing to think about um and yeah, I just wanted to stay home because um, yeah, I don't think anyone really wants to move out um yeah, I'd be scared, yeah, so then, um, I didn't get into Birmingham City University um. And I got an offer from Leeds Beckett University, which was two and a half hours away from where I live. So, of course, I was sad when I got the news. But I packed all my stuff and I moved out to university. And, you know, that was a big step for me because obviously my mum and dad and my family were going to leave me after they packed and dropped me off and stuff. I was going to be alone. Um, I'd never experienced that I had the additional like oh is everything going to be accessible you know will people like me how am I going to get around everywhere like will people judge me is there going to be you know people that are actually nice and stuff but I think that's just my brain that was overthinking because alhamdulillah I met the most amazing people through university I love them and I'm um, in my final year which has been really That's fast. so crazy. It really is, and yeah, my wheelchair doesn't get in the way. Um, so yeah, that's a bit of my story growing up.
1: How did And that's so crazy that your final year because, if, for those of you who are listening, I met Zainab when I we were both in sixth form in it.
0: Yeah, in such a long that's time. So crazy
1: that you're in your final year now. Oh my god
0: and you're in your second year yeah
1: i got one more year to go still
0: you got this but yeah it's crazy we just met unexpectedly like how
1: did we move oh my gosh yeah should we tell them okay so we met through instagram (laughs) and then uh, the first time that we actually met in person was your birthday party you just like randomly invited me the day before and i was just like yeah sure i'll come
0: yeah and i was like yay Zaina's here and Zaina was fully <laughs> doing some proper nice dance moves moves for that's me for a lot <laughs> <laughs> you're so funny no but um yeah that's what happened that was yeah, such a so good time it was very unexpected and
1: we just clicked straight away we were just like exactly
0: it was just there and it's yeah inshallah it's always gonna be there i think
1: we bonded as well at uh, the fact that, um... Uh, we had the same name <laughs> definitely <laughs> kind
0: of. and, and also the fact that some people like my mom actually thought that i looked like you a bit on my best game. no way i don't think i ever told i mean you that.
1: i feel like we do i think we'd pass as co- uh, like cousins at least so
0: do i so do i <laughs> love that so yeah Sisters that's always inshallah
1: inshallah but yeah
0: that was amazing
1: your story is like incredible to hear and i know that obviously there must have been some kind of like struggles mm. and ups and downs. And like you said, Alhamdulillah, for the most part, your journey has been quite positive. Yeah. But I'm sure there must have been a few difficulties.
0: Yes, there was difficulties. So where do I start? <laughs> There's so many experiences. Um, So I'll start from the the not something so deep first um so mainly i'd say the difficulties that i face and probably a lot of people with disabilities face um of course like difficulties in society because society is not made for people with disabilities it's made for able-bodied people and of course there's a social model of disability now which looks at everyone holistically and tries to implement things into society to make it accessible but is it always accessible no and I think that's a huge barrier for I'm speaking on behalf of probably a lot of wheelchair users and people with disabilities is not having the access to go to places you want to go and having that kind of you know thought process oh is it going to be accessible and then having to you know for example I was going to go out with my friends and I called to see is it accessible and they said yeah so we arrived and there was four stairs in front to get in and it's like you know you have to be open to be lifted in your chair upstairs and what what kind how is that going to make someone feel like it's not giving you the autonomy and respect you wouldn't want to be carried that must be
1: so frustrating
0: it was frustrating but of course we looked past it and we found somewhere else to go but it's just it shouldn't happen in today's day and age. And I know that advances in different areas are being made and a lot of places are more accessible, which is great, but we need to still carry on with that. There's a short story actually about that I wanted to just put in here. It's something I read. Okay, so imagine there's a, 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 you know, a little city village for people who, you know, are in wheelchairs no able-bodied people are allowed in that village because it's only made for people in wheelchairs everything made in that um village was you know ramps um bus drivers who were in wheelchairs (laughs) amazing ceilings ceilings adapted to like you know the level of the wheelchair user because it was a city for wheelchair users Mm. so able-bodied people came to visit the village and of course they banged their heads on the ceilings because they were so low. They had back aches. They couldn't sit on a bus because there was no seats for them to sit on. Um, And they were classed as disabled in that society because they were the ones who were different. Do you get me? Mm -hmm. So that story just shows how much society has to adapt for us um but it shouldn't be a hard thing to adapt to because we're still humans at the end of the day it's
1: literally 2021 like how are we still i know so far behind in this area
0: i do not know it's advancing but i can't say fully because i have i have not been to a place where it's always accessible yet so
1: have you seen a change like since you were little to now
0: um D- to be honest, I don't actually know. there's are still. Mm. Ch- I don't think so. Um. Yeah. So, for example, I used to go to Masjid when I was younger, and um, they the women's entrance had stairs, and I had to get carried into the mosque because there was no ramp, and that's I had to complain and write to the mosque several times to put a ramp in till this day there is a ramp but how many years after i complained about it Mm. and how i had to keep going to that mosque um you know having you know that fear that oh someone's gonna have to lift me and it's like you don't want people to lift you you're older you know you want to do things yourself but yeah it's sorted now so that's one of the struggles like just society in general and the other struggle um i guess is cultural barriers and stereotypes and just how people think about people with disabilities. I think if people's thoughts changed um, around how they view people with disabilities, which is changing now, I think you may have noticed too, um, because we've gone from that kind of medical model to the social model of disability where people are more accepting, but that's more so not in the Asian culture because I still experience things where, you know, when I'm growing up, uh, you know, giving my mum these kind of like tips on how, oh, she's going to walk one day. Oh, the, you oh know, my God, I even have, you know, aunties that like come my house now and they say and they're like, oh, you should try and stand. You should try and walk. And it's like well, they just fully say that yeah oh my God. if you want to and it, of course it's probably coming from a sincere place in their heart because mm. they don't know the full ins and outs about what disability is but that's my point that i think we need to educate the close-minded people yeah they should know they're fully grown adults but their generation is so different and i think that's something that that's still true. goes on now um so that is one of the other barriers um What are the barriers? Stereotypes, as I mentioned, people Mm. not believing in you and thinking that maybe, oh, your your daughters aren't going to go to university. They're not going to get a degree because they're in wheelchairs. And what am I doing now? I'm going to graduate in four months and get my degree, inshallah. And the next step is a job and inshallah, marriage. Because also, that's something I want to highlight. Married is obviously that's not um, a difficulty I'm facing right now, but um, mm. it's something I think about and it will be difficult because of the previous points I mentioned about cultural barriers and people not thinking, using their brains, you know, like <laughs> open your mind. We may be different to you in one aspect that we can't walk or we might not be able to see if you know, you're visually impaired or hearing impaired, but we're humans we're made from the same flesh as you and allah created all of us you know so who are you, who are you to judge you know what i mean yeah so yeah that's my like little bit of um, difficulties that i have faced and subhanallah
1: you've come out of it like so strong and i think that's something about you is like you know you mentioned stereotypes i I literally need to just applaud you on the fact that you, you've you broken all of those stereotypes in like thank you one so go much. and like the fact that you're graduating you. and everything like mashallah just shows it just goes to show like what you can achieve when you don't let stereotypes like that run your life
0: exactly and thank you for that um the last thing I wanted to say is that of, um, of course I know I have limitations because of my wheelchair but I want to be that person that's going to break the barriers for all the other people that felt like me um, and uh, I don't know be that positive inspiration to them and I've even been told like you know by a lot of my other friends like even you and my other friends that oh you're so amazing you're so inspirational we don't see the Sorry, my cat's meowing. No, yeah, that's okay. Can I let her out? Yeah, sure. Come on, Harmony. Where was I? Oh yes. So I think um overcoming the barriers is being told and hearing that you're inspiring, um, and having other people look up to you. Even though I don't mean to be inspiring, like I just do my life. Um, but people seem to find it inspiring and yeah. Speaking
1: of being inspiring, that's another thing that I wanted to mention is the Instagram account that you started up.
0: Um yeah, thank you for mentioning that. So I At a wheelchair hijabi. Yeah. So I am wheelchair hijabi on Instagram. I recently made this page to share my story with everyone and connect with other people who. Um, might need that inspiration or that push to you know go through life with additional needs or even for able-bodied people to look at my page and maybe be inspired to do more with what they have and
1: how's that been going
0: it's been going great like it's um, a lot of people have been liking my content um, I've been loving sharing my content I have a lot of funny stories on there so I post not only a picture but also my video which explains the story alongside it which i think is unique my unique selling point um but the responses that i've had in my dms is like oh thank you sis for sharing i've never found anyone who i can connect with so well is it bad that i just laughed at that story and i'm like no that's the <laughs> vibe i'm trying to give off like it's a funny positive platform where I can share the this the not so amazing things that have happened at the time but the funny things to reflect on now and I
1: think that's so important and just like sharing it with other people so they can see like you're just a person living your life
0: exactly basically. exactly it and it doesn't if, have to
1: be all depressing and that
0: and if everyone could think the way that you do then I would be, we wouldn't be having this conversation.
1: Yeah, so with your account and things, like what made you like create that account and like what was your purpose behind it?
0: Okay, so, okay, initially what made me start that account is I knew in some way that I wanted to share my story, but I just didn't know how. I previously started YouTube which was quite a few yeah, years ago. I remember that. Yeah, which was you know something that I thought, oh, let's give it a go. I didn't like it, so I stopped. And I thought, what's another platform that I can share my story without having to? I don't know, upload like consistently. Like, of course, I need to be more consistent, but you don't, you know. I don't know. It's just a nicer platform. There's more freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's what. My friends inspired me to create that account, um, because they they all said, you know, um, saying, you know, just go for it, because I always knew I wanted to do something like it to inspire. Because you know, inshallah, in the future, I do want to be a motivational speaker.
1: Uh, inshallah.
0: So I feel like growing a platform before doing that is what inspired me. So I have my audience and stuff, and also. I know people who also have additional needs and um are have disabilities of their own and I wanna inspire them through that platform because I feel like it's more personal.
1: So yeah. Inshallah you will. And uh, inshallah. I'm going to make so much sure that this is just the beginning of your journey. Oh,
0: thank you. You've got you. so much
1: ahead of you mm-hmm. and, you know, with your personality. And I'm, I'm sure the listeners can literally hear the positive vibes oh. coming off of you right now. Inshallah. Oh,
0: thank you so
1: much. You're going to go so far in life, inshallah.
0: Inshallah. And I'm going to be
1: there cheering you on. <laughs> Yay.
0: Thank you. I love you. And I will be there cheering you on. Um, But just a plug. Um, follow my Instagram, guys
1: yes follow her up please (laughs) like and share thank you at wheelchair hijabi isn't it yeah
0: wheelchair hijabi
1: inshallah yeah so another thing about that i wanted to talk about with motivation is just a simple question like how do you stay motivated i guess in life in general
0: oh that's such a good question how do i stay motivated well i okay like you mentioned previously positive attitude um that's one thing that keeps me motivated definitely um and I think that if I was I think an attitude that you have can literally impact you so much I think the people that you surround yourself with like your family as well they motivate you as well as yourself like even on days when you don't feel motivated they can give you the motivation um so that's another thing how else do I feel motivated I think about what I have what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me um and how I should be grateful for that and how how I can utilize what I have um how else positive quotes positive affirmations um definitely staying in touch with faith that it keeps me going if I didn't have islam or you know, you know, that kind of, um, quote in the, you know, the, what's it called, the ayah or hadith, I don't know, um, where it says, Allah is the best of planners, and, uh, with every hardship comes ease, and it, I think I live by them two quotes, I live by them, and I think that if I didn't have that, you know, connection of faith, alhamdulillah, I have that, um, I'm gonna keep, on my journey um, with it. But that keeps me motivated at the top. That's at the top of what keeps me motivated. Um, because you know that, you know, when you spend that time one-to-one reading your prayers or whatever, he's the one listening. Allah's listening, isn't he? So I think that's what keeps me motivated as well. Um, on top of the other things I mentioned.
1: So have you always been like really like, with your attitude like have you always been positive
0: no i haven't good question so from what i previously mentioned in the questions you know my barriers that i've faced in life and how i've gone through my story with you all of course i i had not been that positive because disability does affect you you feel different You f- you can feel left out it's about your surroundings and i think I haven't felt negative in a sense where it's been through my whole life. You have glimpses. Everyone goes through them days. I think everyone listening to me right now has them days where you just don't feel good or you feel, you know, you've had negative times yourself, but you pull yourself out of it because at the end of the day, your life is so much more than that. Um, And you have so much to give, all of you listening as well.
1: So say like someone out there is going through one of those dips where they don't feel as motivated what kind of like what would you say to them
0: what advice would you give what advice would i give them Mm. i would say that um i know you don't know me but (laughs) i believe in you and if you do feel like that i think what the best thing to do Um, of course first is to obviously turn to Allah first Mm. out of everything turn to Allah subhanahu wa taala first sounds cliche that's what everyone says but it's very true he he's the one that if you're gonna sit on that prayer mat he's the one who's gonna listen and if you need to cry let your tears out to him literally if it's the best feeling ever and I've done it yeah, so I believe in you, and I know at the time you might not be believing in yourself, but you have so much potential, you have so much to give to the world, um. even if it might feel like you don't at the moment. I think we've all been through them dips, um, but yeah, just I think having the belief in yourself is so important, but also hearing it from other people, and I think other advice I'd give is um, surround yourself, with positive people Mm. because that can influence you a lot um literally um and also spending time with yourself is also good so like maybe doing some journaling or gratitude of what you're grateful for it can make you reflect on a lot to be honest in your life and i think writing it yes well i'm I started it as a New Year's resolution, and I stopped it. So you know, it's an on-off thing with me. But I do mm-hmm. write what I'm grateful for every day, and it doesn't. It's not like a broad. I'm grateful for my um, mom. It's something like you say. I'm grateful for my mom because that 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 something specific that happened that day. Um. What What would you say? What advice would you give Zena to someone?
1: I'd say. I think reflection as well is a really big one yeah once you've turned to Allah and you've reflected that's when gratitude will come and then when when you're grateful that that's what like causes positive energy if you know what I mean I don't know how to word it properly but you know what I mean no I know like, what when you you're mean. grateful you can't not be positive about life
0: exactly exactly because you're writing down literally everything that you're grateful for which is positive attributes so yeah
1: so inshallah anyone out there who's struggling believe in yourself turn to Allah and you've got this, inshallah. Yeah,
0: inshallah. We believe in you. We, we do.
1: Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about is, so you've had this disability now for almost all your life, basically. Mm-hmm. What would you say is like the biggest lessons it's taught you, like in life in general? Because I'm sure going through life, living in a society like this, there must have been like a few lessons that you've
0: learned. I think one of the lessons I've learned is that everyone's going to have their own opinion of you, you, regardless of disability or not. And I think it's just having that, like we mentioned, that positive mindset. Once you have that positive mindset and you believe in yourself and you love yourself, loving yourself is something that is so key. Mm. You can get through anything in life. Yeah, it's taught me that despite having a disability, despite being different in society's eyes, not everyone looks at you through that lens. There are people out there who do do not see the disability, they see you as the person. So it's not all negative, like, oh, disability, this, disability, that. Um, They're people that actually acknowledge you, they, um, you know, they see you as, like I mentioned, an inspiration. Um, And I just reflect upon um, the fact that having a disability is probably something that I would never change. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If you asked me that question of would you, if you had the chance to walk now, would you take it? If you asked me that about 10 years ago, I'd say, yeah, I want to walk. If you asked me that now, I'd say no. And that's coming from my heart because... I only know the life that Allah chose for me to have and that is this life of you know living and rolling on my four wheels you know what I mean and this is the life that I know so I'm not going to change it because Allah's plan is the best as I mentioned and that's what I live by so yeah
1: and that's true acceptance when you can say that when you can answer that question and say no I wouldn't change a thing
0: And accepting yourself is the biggest thing to reflect on as well, because once you accept yourself, once you believe in yourself, once you love yourself, once you have that connection with Allah, once you've created them bonds with these positive people surrounding around you, that's, that's all you need. That's all you need, literally. And there's this one analogy I wanted to share, actually. I listened to it the other day, is that you have to remember that your life is like a tree. Some people are the leaves and they're going to come in your life and they're going to fly away so quickly that you're going to not even realise that they even exist. The branches, these are the people that come in your life for quite a bit of time, but they come here just to, you know, wiggle your branch (laughs) and then snap it, snap it eventually and leave. And then the roots are the important things that you need that will nourish you and help you stand, Mm. ironically stand. (laughs) Um, But the roots are the important people that you need, the the ones that hold you upright. You don't need them branches. You don't need the leaves. Let them fly away. Let them snap. But you need the roots. And everything that I mentioned in that previous um, sentence before this are your roots. And that's all you need to grow. And reflect on what you have... In comparison to what maybe you don't have. And be grateful.
1: Mm. I really like that metaphor. That's amazing, Michelle.
0: Thank you. I do not take the credit. I don't know who to give it to Because I don't know the name of the person in the video. But I heard it from someone. Credit
1: to whoever said that.
0: <laughs> credit whoever said that. Okay. This is just um, one final point to anyone, actually. That you are capable of what you put your mind to do. So if you believe you can do something, you can achieve it. And to other people maybe if there's people in wheelchairs listening I don't know all people with disabilities might be listening to this you I just want to let you all know that also that you know I'm here for you um to talk to you if you ever need to and um I would love to hear your reflections as well on on your life would you would you like to hear that Zaina from them I would indeed we'd love to hear like all of your stories what keeps you motivated as well Mm. and what are your views on like disabilities just for my interest as well
1: well to be completely honest you're my first friend that I've had who had has had a disability like so before you like I don't think I've ever met anyone in a wheelchair I don't think wow isn't that crazy i'm so special look at me exactly you're so special mashallah
0: <laughs> but yeah so <laughs> As are you.
1: growing up like it's not something that i had a negative view on but it's just something that i didn't really think about yeah like yeah it was. it just wasn't like something that came to mind because obviously it wasn't in my life at all so then when i met you and i was just like oh my gosh this girl is amazing <laughs> it made me think like we need to start thinking about these things and we need to, like, stay open-minded, like you said before about the whole cultural thing. Just because they're a part of the older generation, yeah, it was different for them growing up, but the world's different now and we all need to stay open-minded and connected because that's so important and it's, it's something that we need to... I can't think of the right words, but it's, it's just something that we need to be aware of. I think that's what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, and... I agree with you and I think if anyone's listening to this podcast I think that's a big thing you need to take away from this is be open-minded if you see someone with a disability talk to them don't just because I know some people have them like images in their mind oh let me talk to them like they're a baby or something when normal we're just like you talk to us how you would talk to anyone else we want to feel included. Yeah I've heard of that so much like like
1: they'd they wouldn't talk to you but they'd talk to like your yeah. parents or someone who's standing next to you and like ask would would she like it I've or, would experienced like something? That. Like, you know what
0: I mean I've experienced that yeah I mean.
1: like didn't you say yeah I think it was yeah. yeah when we were in Nando's or something you were telling me about a time yeah. where you were sitting down and someone asked your mom what would what you would like to order
0: i think so yeah right in front of you but there was a story actually when i went to the gp surgery with my friend and they were asking mm. my friend next to me what my name was when she could clearly see me oh, my and it that's the only one experience i have experienced of that and i haven't really experienced any more of it at the moment which is great um but i think it's just something for the the people listening to take away from this be open minded. Um
1: Would you say that's your final thoughts? Because at the end of every episode, um, I like to leave Melissa's listeners with one final thought, like what you would want them to reflect on the most. So would you say that's your final thought?
0: Yes, that that is it. Yeah, so my final thought to actually reflect on for everyone is to stay open minded. Think like like of people with disabilities is no different to you although they may be a bit different we're still humans and that's what i want you to take away from this and i think once everyone in society or everyone's minds are open especially the people as i mentioned of the cultural society of you know older generations um it's like people with disabilities have that ingrown fear of what their future is going to look like. And for example, from my point of view, I'm just going to say how I feel at the moment, because obviously I'm 20 and my friends, we all talk about marriage, we all talk about our futures. And it's something that I have to consider more um, in my head because not everyone's open-minded. So it does scare me in a sense for my future um, in terms of how is it going to turn out and... but I think that's why it is really important to reflect on being open-minded because then people will not have to think um, and be 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 nervous or apprehensive about their future like I am
1: speaking of which what's next for you what's next for Zainab
0: what's next for me inshallah I'm gonna graduate this year as a qualified speech and language therapist um, making a difference alhamdulillah for that inshallah get my first job which i need to start applying for some and then inshallah down the line work and then of course, marry the person that is made for me, um, inshallah. Um, and yeah, breaking all the barriers that's what I want to do, um, in my whole life now. And motivational speaking, whenever that comes, so yeah, so inshallah, inshallah. that's what's coming for me. But what is coming for you, sena before we end this? Oh, me, oh
1: my gosh, just I want people to listen to this podcast and reflect on everything, and I want. I want to continue doing things like this and obviously finish my degree as well. (laughs) Inshallah. Yeah, Inshallah. That's pretty much it, to be honest. Same things, marriage and having good vibes, Inshallah.
0: Inshallah. Perfect. And I will be with you through all of the steps in your life as well.
1: So same here, inshallah. I can't wait to see what you achieve. Yeah, inshallah. So thank you so much for joining me. This has been amazing. Um, you're definitely gonna come on again. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> thank everyone, you. Everyone. You're gonna be seeing Zainab on this podcast again. Don't worry. Inshallah. <laughs> inshallah. But, thank you so much for joining me and inshallah. I'll see you guys in the next episode. alaikum. Thank you. I love you.